Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to the Elevate Your Soul podcast. Today, I interview Myrna Bailey, a youthful mother of four who became inspired to live a toxin-free life when she learned how many chemicals were in everyday beauty products, household cleaning products, and the food we buy from our local supermarkets, and the immediate and long-term effects they cause to herself and her children. I ask Myrna, what was it that first interested her in creating a toxin-free lifestyle? What symptoms and external signs our body shows us when we are exposed to toxins over time? What toxins commonly cause eczema, acne, breast cancer, digestive issues, and hormonal imbalances? She also tells us what ways we can decrease the amount of toxins we are exposed to on a daily basis and how we can live a more toxin-free lifestyle. She also shares with us what makeup brands she recommends that are toxin-free and human, animal, and eco-friendly. You can find Myrna on Instagram at toxinfreeforlife and the link to the makeup brand is in the show notes if you're interested in that later. You can watch my podcasts on YouTube and watch this interview at my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash elevate your soul. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast episode. Hello, Mirna. Welcome to the Elevate Your Soul podcast. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for being here. First question I have for you is what elevates your soul? Uh, well, I mean, first and foremost, my faith. It's just something that I have always been able to stand on, even if my uh, physical and my mental and my emotional self was rocky. It was something that I knew that it was unwavering. Even and if I was not in the realm of being the faithful one, whether it's through my spiritual walk or just, I mean, just getting into the word, it was something that I knew that, I mean, who I worship, he wasn't going to fail me. So, I mean, <sighs> yeah, I love it. I love it. What was it that made you interested in learning about the effects of toxins and what inspired you to live a toxin-free lifestyle? Well, it started out, I had friends who just kind of like sprinkled like little nuggets, like just here and there. And they were never condescending. They never made me feel guilty. They never kind of threw it in my face. It's like, do you know what you're eating right now? <laughs> Nothing like that. Yeah. And I respected and I trusted these people and so finally it got to the point, it's like, you know what? I feel like they're onto something. Right. And because of the way that they approached me, which was always in a loving manner, it was like I said, never condescending. I just started to do my own research. I just started to dive in and it started out with foods. It started out with um, like the ingredients that we eat, the ingredients that we take in. Yeah. And then as soon as I learned how harmful some of those ingredients were, I was like, okay, if this is in our foods, what else is it in? So, I mean, for me, it just really started out just having friends that I trusted. Nice. Nice. So you didn't get sick or anything. It wasn't anything like that. It wasn't, but you know, seeing and looking back now, we mm -hmm. did have, 
thank you that it wasn't anything traumatic or anything crazy. It could have led to that, but we just had daily symptoms that we were just kind of accepting and just kind of saying, it's like, well, I guess this is just life. Like, I guess this is just how we should feel every single day. Right. And what sort of symptoms do you have if you're exposed to toxins daily over time? Uh, Well, I mean, different people are going to experience symptoms differently. Um, Just for my household, my kids were constantly having headaches. They were constantly having stomach aches. Um, We were just groggy. We were just um, brain fog, uh, feeling tired, just really no energy. I mean, it just, it just felt like we just weren't able to function at like a better capacity than I knew that we could. Yeah. And did you have that, that inner knowing that something was wrong or did you really think that that was just the norm? Because everybody talks like that. Like everybody's always tired. Everybody has, you know, an irritable bowel syndrome or, or, Mm -hmm bad digestion or headaches, like it's so common. Did you think that was normal? Did you have an inner knowing that there was a way to cure that? Um, I mean, before I knew the effects of ingredients and the effects of toxins that how they were Rick and have it on our body. Like, I just thought that was normal. I just thought it's like, Oh, it's another stomach ache. Well, have fun at school. But I mean, after I just like, like I said, I did more research even just as simple as like the bleach and pop tarts or the bleach and like flowers and foods. And I mean, think about the normal American breakfast. Yeah. We're feeding our kids cereals and like mm. strudels that go into a microwave or I mean the toaster. And I mean, that's full of like just bleach. And whenever people see like bleached flour, there aren't two different kinds of bleach. Like the bleaching agents that they use in our foods, it's similar to the bleaching agents that we want our white clothes. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. And is bleach in all white bread or is it just some processed white bread? Would you say? I mean, I would say maybe not all, but I mean, most processed white bread is going to have some sort of bleaching agent. And like I said, even though we wash our clothes differently than bread is produced, yeah, you have to wonder, it's like, how are they getting it that bright white? <laughs> Yes. So interesting. Were you able to figure out what exact toxins or products in your house or foods that you're feeding your children were the components to causing headaches in your children or causing the sore tummies in the morning? Could, did you figure out what it was after a while? Or you just, was it just an accumulation of a whole bunch of toxins? Do you think? I feel like honestly, it was an accumulation. Like we said, it's like whenever you are constantly bogged down with toxins, your body's not able to function at the caliber that we were created to. And I know for like a very specific example that I actually had with my husband, it was, I think like Valentine's and this is one color, like it's red, like red 40, red food dye. To me, if you think about all the holidays, they are all centered around red. Christmas, red. Valentine's, red. Thanksgiving, even though the candy is orange, that's a color of red. So you have all these red dyes constantly going into our candies, into our foods, into our icings and all that stuff. And so my husband made a comment. He's like, you know, you should let our son have a cupcake. It's going to be fine. And I'm like, are you sure? Because, you know, we've kind of cut out like these red dyes and all that stuff. And he goes, oh, it's not going to affect him that much. And within seconds, he takes a bite 
And I'm, I'm not kidding. My son, my middle son, my eight-year-old, he is a very calm kid. Mm-hmm. Within seconds, he was like running circles. Like, just, and I'm like, and my husband jaws dropped. He was like, what in the world? I was like, I told you, it's like immediate reactions. And right. I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize is like, even with food dyes, like in our foods, in our drinks, um, gummies, candies, all that stuff, a lot of those can lead to like hyperactivity, ADHD. Um, yeah. A lot of kids are misdiagnosed yeah. and put on prescriptions when yeah. all you have to do is just alter what you're feeding your body. Yeah. All you have to do is take out the chemicals and toxins that you're feeding them daily and not putting them on more pharmaceuticals and more chemicals to combat the other chemicals. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Do you know um, what specific or what most commonly uh, specific toxins affect certain areas of the body, such as eczema? I saw you post a few posts on what causes eczema in the body. Are there certain yes. like toxins or products that cause that on the skin? Well, so any skin issue, and I know a lot of people want to believe that some skin issues are genetic. They actually yeah. are not. Um, <laughs> anything that's on the surface of your body, it's from the inside. It starts on the inside. So yeah. it's like if you're having like cystic acne, if you're having just occasional breakouts, um, eczema, psoriasis, any kind of skin conditions, even like the chicken skin, the kurtosis polaris, I, I believe yeah. it's how it's pronounced. Yeah. All of those start in your gut and in your liver. So if your stomach is not right and your liver is not able to detox as it should, that kind of stuff is going to accumulate and it's going to, it's going to try to escape essentially. And that's what you see on your skin is these toxins basically like think about it as like beans in like a balloon and like the balloon is like hugging these beans and you start to see them kind of like lumpy on the skin of the balloon. It's those like beans are the toxins trying to get out. And so it it ends up on the surface of our skin. Gross. (laughs) Yes. Um, What about, and and are there any, I'm just trying to think like, what about sweat? Like the, the, the other ways that I think of our body disposing toxins is like poo, pee, and sweat. Like those are yes. common. Are those are those meant to put out toxins, or should there be no talk? Tox- are, are, are we designed to not indigest toxins? Period. What do you think? I mean, when we get on the subject of toxins, one of the things that I first think about is like heavy metals. Yeah. Um, okay. If you think about it, obviously we need iron, we need zinc. Um, we need certain essential minerals from the earth because, you know, we were created from the dirt. Some people believe, I believe that, but, um, so some, some, I don't want to say some toxins are essential. I want to say some metals are essential for our body to work. But whenever you have an overload, like our organs that are supposed to detox, which is our kidney, our liver, um, our digestive tract, they are not designed to detox heavy overloads of toxins. So whenever there's an overload of toxins, our liver is not able to function as well as it should. So a lot of those regular detoxing, like you said, with sweating, peeing and pooping, if there's an overload and an overburden of toxins, they're not going to be able to function. That's why you see people with, like you said, IBS. That's why you see people with diarrhea, constipation, or, um, you know, just 
their digestive tract is just not working yeah. as it should. Interesting. And does digestion always mean that it's what the they're eating? Like, are the toxins always coming in the food if it's a digestive issue? Or can the toxins be coming from beauty products or something other than food? Toxins can come from everywhere. If you think about it, our skin is our largest organ. Mm -hmm. Whatever we put on our skin, it takes 26 seconds for it to be absorbed into our bloodstream. If you look at like the anatomy of the human body, the bloodstream goes everywhere. It goes to our brain. It goes to our organs. It goes, I mean, the entire body. So whatever you're putting on your skin, whether it's hard water, whether it's unfiltered water, um, even just rainwater, because you think about like all the chemicals that are on the ground, precipitation, it comes down, it rains, um, chemtrails from the sky, yeah. beauty products, lotion, anything that's touching your skin that's not properly filtered can be a culprit for the, tox the toxicity that your body can be feeling. Wow. So you're saying it takes 26 seconds to go from the skin into the bloodstream. Yes. That's insane. So mm -hmm. even shampoo for us who wash our hair, it's that important to get natural products because you know, some of us are shampooing, have the shampoo in our hair for half a minute yes. or a whole minute. So mm -hmm. that whatever chemicals or toxins are in the shampoo and conditioner you're using, those will get absorbed in your brain, in your head, all over your body, you're saying, because the blood goes everywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. That's crazy. Do you know what common toxins contribute to breast cancer? Um, I think like the biggest culprit to breast cancer would definitely be, be, be parabens. Parabens are a preservative that's used in a lot of cosmetics, whether that's your deodorant, your shampoos, your lotions, makeup, any, anything that goes on your skin. Wow. Um, since parabens mimic estrogen, your body, again, we said, is supposed to be able to take in that estrogen to a certain degree. But whenever you have an overload of estrogen, think about it. When you're a woman, your estrogen has a lot to do with your, your reproductive system. It helps your breasts grow. It helps your menstrual cycle start, um, hormones, mood swings, all of that. So whenever you have an influx of estrogen, you're basically giving your body an overdose of this female hormone. Yeah. And this is also the reason why we see breast cancer in men. And it's not just because men... Um, develop testosterone and progesterone, they also have some form of estrogen yeah. to a degree. But obviously, men and women, you don't want a man to produce so much estrogen. That's what takes away their masculinity, their chiseled chin, like, yeah. like they start getting man boobs with too much. And so that actually contributes to the breast cancer that you're seeing. And when you think about it, think about aluminum. Yeah. Aluminum is a common product in a lot of deodorants. Where are we applying aluminum? It is right on the breast tissue. I know a lot of people want to believe that our armpit and our breast are two different things, oh, yeah. but our breast tissue actually goes straight up into our armpit. So when you're putting aluminum on once a day, some people reapply it. Those are parabens that are being like ex are being absorbed by your skin yeah. on a daily basis. Right into the breast tissue. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Wow. Do you know um, common, uh, I'm guessing this would be the same uh, answer for hormonal imbalances. Mm -hmm. The same thing would be skin products, beauty products. Yes. The toxins in those. Okay. Okay. And what do parabenes do exactly? Like why, why are all these companies 
adding parabenes to their products when they know the health effects of it. It makes it last longer, shelf life pretty much. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess they can, what, sell products easier or save money that way or, because you think if it yeah, has I mean, shelf it life, shelf. You, you need to buy more. So I'm just yep. figuring out how are they saving money here? Do it. How are they saving money? How are they saving money? Because that's where my mind always goes, like, right? In the company. Oh, the companies? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, they can make, let's see, like X number of products this month. And it's just like, okay, well, now we have products to sell for the next two years. Right. Right. So you think of it from a manufacturer's point of view, and it's like, okay, how can we make this last as long as possible, but still make revenue on it? Yeah. 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 Fascinating, fascinating. In what ways can we reduce the amount of toxins that we expose ourselves to on a daily basis? Like, what things can we do to actually change our lifestyle so that we're exposed to less toxins on a daily basis? Um, well, I would definitely say the first thing to do is learn to read labels, learn what's going in your body, learn what's going on your body, because a lot of people, and I was one of those, and that's where whenever I try to share truth with people, I always try to do it from a loving perspective because mm. I never want to be the kind of person that makes someone feel guilty for what they're feeding their children or what they're using in their home. Because I was one of those people. I yeah. used to feed my kid the same cereals, the same gummies, the same juices and all that stuff once upon a time, because I didn't know better. Yeah. And I feel like the phrase, when you know better, you do better. I don't feel like that is true because there's a lot of people who do know better and they still choose. It's like, no, that's not going to happen to me. Or no, that's like a one in a million chance. Like I'm not going to get sick from eating this or from using this shampoo or from putting on this deodorant. Yeah. And you know, that's another thing too. It's like, when you look at the statistics for breast cancer, over 80% of breast cancer in patients now is not genetic. It is environmental. It is what yeah. we are using. It's what we are eating. It's what we are putting on our skin. Mm -hmm. So in order to reduce our toxin load, we have to be aware of what we're using in our homes. And it's not just food. It's not just self-care products. It's also cleaning products. There's yeah. so many cleaning products in our homes. And if you think about it, I mean, how big are people's bathrooms? They're not massive. So when you're cleaning with ammonia, bleach, and like all these other toxic chemicals, those are going straight into your lungs. Yeah. And I don't know where people thought the smell of bleach made something clean. That to <laughs> me doesn't smell clean. I think if it smells like nothing, it smells clean. Yes, so true. Oh my gosh, I love this topic because like my parents were, I was so lucky they educated us. I don't think they might have not known like every single chemical out there, but they knew about the red dyes. Mm -hmm. uh, they knew about like the cleaning products. I think a hundred percent of cleaning products that aren't labeled as like eco-friendly or a hundred percent natural ingredients. I think all of them are super terrible for you. Yes. And, we, and we're breathing them in every time we use them. And like all these spray bottles that we have and aerosols, like, yes. I love one of the posts you made on your Instagram as well. Uh, you said, if you're smelling something on your furniture or in your house for days, if that smell like gets stuck in your furniture, imagine mm -hmm. that, that those, the smells, the, those scents are getting stuck into your lungs. Yes. That was so powerful. Well, and that was one of those things too, that like after doing like research and educating yeah. myself, it's like, okay, you are putting your clothes through an entire wash cycle. Yeah. 
think about it. Like it's in there for like a good 20 to 30, some 45 minutes, double rinse, whatever cycles. And it yeah. still comes out smelling good. Yeah. Or good. So it's good. I don't even like this. Yes. Good. Person. You're right. <laughs> yeah. But it's still coming out smelling like ocean breeze and mountain florals. It's like, okay, why didn't that get washed out during the wash cycle? Yeah. So it makes you wonder what kind of chemicals are they using for it to be literally glued to your fibers that you are putting on for yeah. that smell to last for weeks. And then 26 seconds after wearing that clothing item. Exactly. <laughs> all that, yes. You might as well be drinking that laundry detergent, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. And it's crazy that people don't think about that because I, I heard about that too. I learned about that about five years ago, the 26 second thing. And it takes a lot. Like when you first hear it, like, oh, what I put on my skin, it's the same as digesting it. But it is. It's like if you know that that wouldn't be good to eat. If it says on the label, like, do not digest, do not eat, you shouldn't be putting it on your skin in the first place. Yes. Or yeah. you shouldn't have it in your house. <laughs> I know. And especially around the kids. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Do you have any makeup brands that you'd recommend? Like me, myself, I only buy makeup when I'm in Europe, when I go to Germany. Uh, I try to go every year this year. Obviously, I didn't make it, but I... I love the makeup brands there because they have so many organic, natural cosmetics mm -hmm. and they don't even cost that much. And I love it. But in North America, that's where I always found it, found it a lot harder to find natural organic makeup brands in North America and New Zealand. It's even harder. And I think there's like one local brand here, but the makeup is like terrible. Like it doesn't see <laughs> your face. Like you put it on and like five seconds later, it just falls off and you're like, what? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I just discovered Beauty Counter um, back in, I want to say like May, and I was one of those, I absolutely loved the idea of makeup, but once I was educated, I didn't like the idea of letting toxins sit on my skin for eight hours, yes. and so it was almost like I wanted to get dolled up, I wanted to be all cutesy for date nights and all that stuff, but I, I just wanted something that was better for me. So enter beauty counter. I learned about it through actually one of my Instagram friends who is now my beauty counter mentor. And she was just sharing about it. It's just like, Hey, you're looking for safer products. I'm like, yes, I am. Like, I felt like she was talking to me. It's like in a commercial, it's like you, yes, you. And I'm like, yes, that's me. Yeah. But, um, so what you were saying about like European standards. So Europe does a great job of banning products or I mean, sorry, of banning ingredients in their products. They yeah. ban, I believe it's like 1,200 harmful ingredients. Canada bans 500 harmful ingredients. Yeah. The U.S. and our self-care products only ban 30 ingredients. Oh my so this God. just shows you that any cosmetics in other countries are automatically going to be better than what USA has oh. to sell. And it's not that they don't know. I think it's just that, honestly, some of the manufacturers don't care. Yes. So whenever I discovered Beauty Counter, Beauty Counter actually eliminates over 1,800 harmful ingredients from their formulas. We actually have this thing called the Never List. And yeah. these are um, ingredients that are toxic chemicals that are never going to be included in our products. And the thing that I also loved about Beauty Counter was their mission. The mission is to get safer products into the hands of everybody. Yeah. And even if you don't use our products, we have a dedicated team that's going to Congress and showing the effects of these harmful ingredients in people and trying to go so that all manufacturers are held accountable to change their formulas to be yes. safer for everybody. Yes. 
That is so cool. And they have a website. Do they ship outside of the States by any chance? <laughs> um, we ship, I think, to Canada and I think U.S. territories. I think that internationally they're working on it. All right. So currently, like at the moment, I don't think so. I know that we're hoping to because, I mean, safer products should be in the hands of everybody. It shouldn't just be like a luxury thing. And yeah. um, like the other thing that I absolutely loved about them, too, it's like it's not just makeup. Like one of my favorite taglines is like, if you think we're just selling lipstick, you're not paying attention. <laughs> we have stuff for baby. We have stuff for kids. We have stuff for the Good. teenagers, the adolescents. Good. We have an entire men's line. And of course, like all the fun women stuff with like makeup and skincare, because it's not just like, I don't know, like just, I don't want to say like crappy makeup, but I mean, this makeup is good. Like our foundation even has like skincare components in it. So you're not only wearing it and enhancing your natural beauty, but I mean, the ingredients in it are better for your skin too. Nice. I love that. I love that. I've always kind of been looking for that, like waiting for a makeup brand that doesn't only kill you, but that <laughs> also like that also is good for your skin. So you're like, wow, yes. I'm putting this on and it has natural sunscreen components in it. And yes. It's like food for my skin. Yeah. Yes. That's so cool. So all my New Zealand and Australian and whatever listeners just fly to Canada or the States <laughs> easy and you can get your beauty products there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I will put the website for that in the show notes. So if anyone's listening, okay. you want to find that. And then one more question as well, going back to how we can live a lifestyle that is more toxin free when it comes to the household products, the makeup, the beauty products, the food, like what kind of things do we look out for just to make it easier for the listeners right now before they like have to do all this research what what more what more advice can you give them in terms of as you said like the red dyes how do they know if it's natural or artificial because i knew about the red dyes since i was a kid but like mm -hmm. I try to get like if i have something flavored in my water i try to see that it's like a natural colorant and not a artificial one and then like for cleaning products if it says eco-friendly does that mean you're safe and you don't need to read the ingredients or how does that work well that one's a very tricky subject because I don't know if you've ever heard of the term greenwashing <laughs> yeah so for those who don't know what greenwashing is it basically means that companies can use certain words certain keywords certain pictures colors on their labeling. So it can be simply as the word natural. It can be mm -hmm. a little tree or a leaf or the color green on their labels to make you think that you're choosing a better option. Yep. Um, so you have to be really careful and you really have to learn, I mean, what you're reading. So one of the best examples that I can give is high fructose corn syrup. I know that some countries actually ban this, the United States wow. does not. Um, but high fructose corn syrup can actually lead to like obesity, liver damage, um, Alzheimer's, memory loss. And I mean, it's basically everything just though, isn't sugar. It? I've it never can been to be a country, yeah, I don't yeah, think I've been to a country where they've banned it. Maybe Europe, but like you see it everywhere. And the thing that drives me most crazy is when you go in the grocery store in any Western country, uh, Europe, I'm not so sure about, but like Canada, the States, Australia, New Zealand, and you're looking down the grocery aisle and you look at the, the kids' school snacks aisle. Mm -hmm. It's just like sugar in a bar. Yes. And, and then, <laughs> yes. 
or like trans fats in a cheese thing. Like I'm just like, the worst thing you can find in the store is the kid's school snack aisle. And parents are just buying it because they don't want to waste their time singly packing things in containers or Ziploc bags, which takes like an extra 10 seconds a day to do. And then it's like, oh, it's good. Or, Or this, as you said, this box is green or it'll say on it like no artificial Yes. Colors or no artificial, like a one thing that could be harmful. It'll say, yep. we don't have this one harmful ingredient. So the parent is like, oh, it's good for my kid. You're like, yeah, but you're missing the other 12 ingredients that are in there yes. that are harmful for your child. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I just had it. <laughs> no, I completely understand. Cause my husband will do the same thing. It's like, oh, it says no high fructose corn syrup. And it's like, well, let's flip the box over. Yeah. It still has BHT. It still has TBHQ. It still has this yeah. and this and this. And yeah. the, like the dangerous thing with a lot of these ingredients too, is that manufacturers know that people are waking up. Mm. And so to go back to high fructose corn syrup, yeah, they have actually hidden this ingredient in like over 10 other different names. No. And so even if it says no high fructose corn syrup, if it says glucose syrup or corn syrup, right. or, you know, like some of these other hidden names, you're still eating that high fructose corn syrup. Same thing. That is so crazy. I'm realizing that too. And what I don't like about uh, New Zealand, I think in North America, it's a law that when you have any sweetener other than sugar, you have to say what the sweetener is. Like the name is actually in there or any flavor enhancer. You can't just say flavor enhancer. It has to say like garlic powder or or monosodium glutamate. And Mm -hmm. in New Zealand, if it's a flavor enhancer, whether it's garlic powder or paprika or something really harmful like MSG, in the ingredients, it'll just say flavor enhancer. And then they'll have a little bracket and say a code and it'll be like 627. So I'm in the supermarkets like Googling like flavor enhancer 627 and it'll be like sweetener 920. And I'm like, sweetener 920. Uh-huh. It's so frustrating. But in, in North America, I appreciate they actually say the word, although there's so many, it's like, so hard to keep on top of it. But what I do is, um, the odd time if I have like one thing and I buy it once and I know I'm not probably going to get it again, I don't bother too much to be honest. But if there's something I'm buying on a weekly basis, I will Mm -hmm. definitely read every single ingredient and especially on my skin as well. If I'm buying any cream or lotion, because it takes like months to go through something like that, a bottle like that, I will literally read every single ingredient and make sure, well, usually I just look for like an easier label, like no parabens, no yep. pH, whatever, no this, no this, no this, like only organic, only natural. I try to look for that. But then even then, if it says like no parabens, I'm like, oh, it's just no parabens. What else is in there? And then I'll like yes. go home and I'll like Google every other ingredient. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to use this daily or weekly. I need to know like, yes. uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's one thing too, that we do like in my home, it's like, we're not 100% organic. We're not 100% clean. We like to live. It's like, I like to think it's more 80, 20. I I wish it was more 90, 10. Uh I want my kids and my family to have a good relationship with the world. I want them to be able to walk into a movie theater and it's just like, you know what? It's movie day. You got whatever treats you want. Yeah. But then when they say they have headaches and tummy aches later, it's like, well, what did we just eat? 
So I want them to be able to have a good relationship with food, but I also don't want to get to the point where I scare them and they're like, Oh, I'm never going to be organic. My mom was one of those crazy organic moms. And yeah, like we might as well have lived on little house on the prairie kind of thing. (laughs) So we definitely try to do a good amount of balance. So we have our cheat days. We are not a hundred percent clean, but I feel like in life you have to have balance because once you start living like those cheat days, that becomes your life. Your life is the cheat days with the junk food. Yeah, it's so true. One more thing I want to add in as well for people who are getting curious at looking at labels and stuff. I love how another post I saw on your Instagram yesterday was even though it says vegan or cruelty free, it doesn't mean it's healthy or good for you. And I love that you threw that in there. So good. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people think it's just like, ooh, vegan, cruelty-free. It's just yeah. like, great. It's good for me. It's like, no, it means it was not tested on animals. But what were the harmful, harmful side effects when it was tested on humans? Exactly. exactly. You know, a lot of people want to save the bunnies and we want to save the puppies and we don't want little monkeys wearing our mascara. Yeah. But what about the everything else that could happen to me? What about the things that could happen to my kids? to my mom, to my grandma, to everybody else. And I know sometimes my older daughters, like they get irritated with me because I don't let them have the popular lotions and the popular body sprays. And I'm like, I am trying to help you because what a lot of people don't realize is some of these ingredients, like they can cause infertility. And I know infertility is a huge thing and it's a very touchy subject because like, I'm going to use myself, for example, I will be 32 in December. I loved these popular lotions. And if I was using those from the age of 10 till now, that's 22 years that I am spraying my body with these ingredients. I'm putting that stuff on my skin, 22 years where my organs are absorbing these chemicals. And you're going to say that I'm not having issues with getting pregnant. It's like at some point we have to take responsibility, but it's not just us two. The manufacturers have to be held responsible too. Yes, exactly. Exactly. We have to question ourselves like, really, why does the food industry and beauty industry and pharmaceutical industry, they know this shit is bad for you. Oh, yes, they do. Why are they adding it? Just a good question to ask yourself. Yeah. Yeah. How can people find you online? Um, Well, you can find me on Instagram at Toxin Free for Life. Mm-hmm. Um, I do all my stuff there. I do post, I, I do reels. <laughs> by the way, guys, check it out. It's so good. <laughs> I have, I, I like to use it. I like to have fun. Like I said, like I've got teenagers, so my kids roll my eyes at me and it's just like, mom, there's another one. <laughs> but I mean, I like to have fun with it. I don't like to be too serious. As you can tell, like I've done some goofy reels and yeah. yeah. I mean, just come hang out with me. I like to post on my actual feed, but I really do live in the stories. Yeah, me too. Me too. I definitely live in the stories. I'm like, if you follow my feed, it's going to be very vanilla. I'm like, <laughs> stories is where, it's where it gets messy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. And I'll add that link in the show notes as well for the beauty products. And then sure. just one question, how long ago was it that you changed your life and like got rid of the toxins, change your cleaning products, change your beauty products? How long ago was that? So with food, we started about six years ago, um, with cleaning products, it was probably about like five years ago. And with like the self-care products, it was just a progression from there. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And what would be the number one thing you feel has changed in your physical slash mental health since then? Um, I feel like we just feel better. Like I have more clarity. I'm able 
to show up for my family. And it's not one of those things where I feel guilty, like, oh, I have to cut this out. It's like, no, I, I get to, I get to be educated. I get yeah. to have the opportunity to not only serve my family so that they can meet their full potential, but I get to educate them on that. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that mindset. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You're amazing. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. This was fun. <laughs> 